sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome, everybody. It's January 18th, 2022, all day today. And I want to start off with a beautiful basket that we just received from Something's Good Organic. Uh, Carolyn Givens over there, I tell you, she's treated us so well over the last six, seven years. Uh, we've got huge stocks of fennel, celery, a few dozen cuties, lots of different bags of deep leafy greens. If you haven't checked it out, go on their website, somethingsgoodorganic.com. <laughs> that was Brussels sprouts that just dropped all over the floor. But for the money, it's a really best bang for the buck, especially during COVID and everything. You want to make sure you get all your fruits and vegetables. Dominique. Uh, if you support the CSA program with our farmers, it helps them fund what they are producing for us in our community. So support your local farmers. Yes, and it's nice because you can go online. You can even customize the boxes, which is really nice. And it's a nice visit. If, if no one has ever been to a farm, it's a really nice visit to the farm to pick it up once a week. So it's good stuff right off a of war drive. All right. We've got some recaps this week. We've got a uh, little... Uh, hiccups, I think, in a lot of these different programs because of COVID, but I'm going to let the teens explain it all. Let's start off with, since he was the first to register and log in, we've got from San Marcos High School, the Royal Recap with Shakir Ahmad. Hello, this is the Royal Recap. I'm Shaq on the air and I got some news for you. There's no news. That's all I got. <laughs> That's, that was, yeah. Shakir, you get major, major points for humor and positivity. Yeah. Man, I'm, I feel so bad. So pretty much everything's just gotten uh, tanked because of uh, COVID. That is correct. We are just waiting and wondering. I'll get in trouble if I give an approximate date for when we come back. So I'm just going to not say anything. So I'm staying Shakir. optimistic though. That's that's all the way. That's all I can do. How does the team stay conditioned during uh, the We're still able to practice. Uh, we just have to wear masks inside, which is kind of a bummer, but like we do it. We do it. But it's it's all right. We're we're getting through it. We're, we're staying in there. So okay. you you can have an audience at your games or you cannot have an audience at your games? I do Are there any games to have an audience at, Shakir? <laughs> Those are great questions. I wish I knew answers to. <laughs> oh, Shakir. But the grades must be just doing awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I just, I, mm, yes. I just got finished, got my grade back from my last essay in AP literature, and like my grade's still an A in the class. So I'm happy nice. Nice. That, that made my day. That's good. Can we stuff. ask what was the paper on? What was the title? Uh, I think it was like Stone Cold Truths. It was about like this author and I have to like compare like her writing and like talk about what she wrote about in those books and like how it like reveals a bigger theme and like her writing style. So yeah. Excellent. Wow, look at you. Wow. You want to you want to give a, a book recommendation since we can't give a sports recap? Sure, yeah. The first book was Dear Martin, and then the sequel book to it was Dear Justice. Both really good books that I like and like, actually enjoy reading. So, Okay, Excellent. okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just a minute. Oh. Shakir, when was the last time you gave a book report? 
because that's yeah. really what we want. We, I would love to have just a synopsis of what you read so that not only we know you read it, but uh, <laughs> that you enjoyed it, uh, that it was something, obviously you read it cover to cover. So can you give us a little synopsis? Okay, yeah, we're changing the subject. We're going into books now. All right. Pick, pick well, the one that you love the most. There you go. What I like about it most? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's really relatable. It uses, like, language that, like, I would use. Um, it's about, like, a kid. He's, like, 17, 18. Um, he's finishing up high school right now, a black kid. And, like, he's, like, just dealing with, like, racial injustice around him. Like, uh, he gets unjustly arrested. His friend gets shot and killed as well as he gets shot. And like he's trying to like deal with like the law because like the news and stuff makes tries to paint him in a bad image. But like he's really just trying to be a good kid. And so it's a great book. So powerful I like that. story. Powerful, very powerful, very impactful. Wow. Like I like reading and stuff. Well, that says it all right there that you like to read it. So that's that's you know kudos to that. Well, thank you so much, so Shakir. Hopefully, you could tune in again next week and give us a. You know, let's, let us know what's going yeah, on. Actual, yeah, but no, this has been great that you popped in today. That we really appreciate you. Don, do you have any questions? How long did they give you a timetable or any kind of indication what they're going to uh, do to adjust your schedule? Are you going to have just postponements or are you going to have makeups? Oh, I think games are postponed. I'm not fully sure. We might have games like crunched together. I really don't know at this point. So I'm just hoping for the best and that we'll get to still play all our games. But at this point, I don't know. <laughs> well, just just get a lot. I think sleep, right, um, Dr. Amy, because when you have to bundle up games instead of playing two games a week and playing four games over a weekend, you know, you don't have that recovery time. So what would be a good thing for Shakir and uh, the other athletes to focus on as far as recovery when you don't have that break in between games? Sleep meditation healthy eating hydrating and my mm. offer for all three of our teen athletes and their teams and their schools still stands if you guys want to do a mindfulness session while you're stuck at home i'm available to book for your team for free to book for your team or for um your all the athletes in your school that are just hanging out twiddling their thumbs <laughs> But we might take up that offer. And then I'm used to playing like multiple games at once because like from club basketball and I'm just I think I'm just built different a little bit. So I would I would look at this opportunity as a team bonding because, oh, yeah, yeah, that's you, Shakir. But, you know, the seventh and the eighth guy on the bench maybe doesn't have your um, tool sets. So yeah. if you could build them up, you know, I would I would really use it as a team bonding. Um we're really blessed to have Dr. Amy. She also is a writer for Psychology Today, uh, author. Um, it's a good opportunity um, to take advantage of. So let's move on. Let's go to boop a doo boop a doo boo. I forget who 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 clocked in next, but Dominic says Clara McDonald is up next. What do you say, Clara? Hi. I have another carnal recap. Um, luckily, we've still been able to play sports. But we've had a lot of limited players for all of our teams due to like close contacts of like COVID cases. Uh, all soccer games have been canceled, but boys basketball played St. Bonnie and they won 56 to 33. And Ty Morphy had 14 and Ty Williams had 13. And then they beat Foothill Tech 60 to 40 with Kai had 13 again. And then Brian Lopez had 11. Wow. Um, 
girls basketball, we played Foothill Tech and we lost 52 to 68. And then I scored 20 and my sister scored 14. Nice. And then we played Dunn and it was 84 to 18. And we had four players all scoring double digits. So Galia De La Cruz scored 18. Diana Mendez scored 17. Melanie Sanchez scored 14. And Lily Simalone also scored 14. Um, wow. But, but that's all the games we've been able to have. I mean, I'm so glad that we're still going. Uh, so that's really good. But yeah. Well, I coached at St. I coached for 28 years and I coached a lot over at St. Rayfields. And I had this, my youngest son, um, their last game, we played a team in Ojai and the score was 84 to 16. And you could say, you know, that was just a shred. And honest to God, the co their coach wasn't even participating because he was on the phone the whole time. But I did in the second half, I said, you can only shoot threes because I wasn't about loading up the score. Right. And I uh -huh. swear to God, 80% of them went in. So what am I going to say? Because I got such like this Catholic school. You're not supposed to like for another team. Right? But I'm like, look, I said they could only shoot threes. What I mean, that is, you know, in eighth grade, that's still threes a three. But I wasn't going to stop that magic either. I mean, that was just absolutely incredible. So, yeah, it was when 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 scores get out of whack like that, you know, but you got to look at it both ways on that. I mean, it's nice because, you know, you get to do I mean, were they really that not that good or what? No, they weren't that good. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, or I'd make my team like you have to play lefty. You know what I'm just saying? You yeah. To, you have to do everything left-handed. Well, whatever. You have to shoot left-handed. Okay. <laughs> it's the only way that counts. But um, that's awesome. You having a good time though? You having fun? Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Good. So not like volleyball because the hype and all of the action you got on volleyball is a little different than basketball, but you're having a good time. Yeah. Nice. Fantastic. Now you don't play softball, right? No. So do you, is Bishop going to have a good softball team this year? I think they are. They have a bunch of new incoming freshmen that do play softball. Wow. That's nice. Well, they yeah. had, we just, uh, we had a seventh grade team that won the West coast national championship. For Galita. Yeah. For Galita. And I was really trying to recruit that whole team <laughs> <laughs> over to Bishop, you know, that's got the best softball field in the yeah. County. So we'll see. You never know. So um, that's good. Thank you for popping in today. Really Thank appreciate you for having you me. All right. You take Bye. care. Bye. Take care. All right. All right. Here we go. Always the best for last. All right. In the house with the Santa Barbara Dawn recap. All right. We've got Roby Davies. Hi. Okay. So yeah, SB is kind of the same as SM. Um, all, so last week they sent out an email saying that all games and tournaments have been postponed until further notice. And it's also the same for field trips and all extracurricular activities, which really sucks. But so practices are still going on, but yeah, we're just not sure when games are gonna resume again. So this is, you're in your lacrosse season right now, Romy? We start next Tuesday. So we'll start okay. next Tuesday, yeah. All right. You excited? Yeah, I'm really excited. A so, lot of there's a lot of So Ava says you're really good, really good. Yeah, I kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to be humble. Yeah, I really like it. It's really fun. Nice. Um, cool because it's like a really sport and SV. Like I, 
kind of thing last time, mainly East Coast sports. So it's right. fun. Like still kind of a beginning team, but it's just meeting new people and everything. So when you have this girl that knows you're the best player on your team or one of the best players on your team and and she's designed just to get into your face, you know, like how do you handle that? Like, you know, as far as being rough, because there's a lot of times, you know, the ref's looking this way and then something happens that way. So how do you deal with that? Uh, usually, I think the best thing is to not get frustrated or annoyed at them because then I think you'll kind of start getting aggressive and it's better to just ignore them and then just kind of like get away from them. Like if you like try and match their aggressive aggressiveness or whatever, then it kind of takes away from you just being able to play and like go score and just get away from them. I think that's always- So if somebody talks it up in your ear and just really gets in your face, it doesn't bother you? It definitely does. I mean, you could tell the ref, that's kind of telltale move. I'm not really like that. I kind of just would try and like oh I'm annoyed at that but I'm just gonna try and get away from it and if I score that's more of a like right probably annoys them more than like talking back at them or something like that so is your strength of your skill set is it speed or is it strength or is it um you know shots like defense what what's your what's your thing so I play attack so mainly shooting yeah I have I can do like quick bursts of speed but I don't have the best endurance so I would not be good. Yet, yet, yet. I don't have the best endurance yet. Yeah, yet, yet, yet. Exactly. But yeah, so I feel like shooting is my expertise. Yeah. So do you practice at home? Like when you're by yourself, do you have like, you know, a side wall without a window that you could throw at or no, I'm just saying. Yeah. And I have like a net that I can. Without a window. <laughs> yeah, we do. We're always assigned wall ball to do, which is really good to help your skill work. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Excellent. Yeah, that's Excellent. awesome. Great. Don, you have anything? Yeah, that's good. Do you have like a little home gym set up? Mm. No, I want to get more equipment, but I have, like I was saying, this big net that's very bouncy. So throw a ball and it bounces back really fast, depending on how close you are standing to it. And that's like really helpful. Well, that's great. There's so many things you can do at home. I was forced to do that when my, my gym first closed with the pandemic and then it reopened. But the first year of the pandemic, I was mostly working out at home, but you can do so many different kinds of things. Yeah. Adapt. Yeah. Adapt. Yeah, that's true. That's what this whole generation is going to be known for is their adaptability, huh? Yeah, yep. it's going to be their superpower. Yeah, definitely. All right, great. Well, we are going, we're waiting for Richard Ellsworth in the house because his guest has entered and I'm excited to get to that right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. We are back. Um, this next section is, is special to me. Um, I think it's important to touch on certain subjects that a lot of shows maybe don't want to share in that experience or shine that light. But that's not what we do here on Teen Sports Radio for the last 12 years. We touch on things that 
um, need to be discussed, especially during COVID. I feel during COVID because of the shutdown. Um, there aren't as many eyes on our children. Right. And because of that, we need to teach and share and explain to people, look, you know, it's not a time to rest and not pay attention to our environment and things are going around. Um, as a child, I had two parents working. My mom was a German immigrant. My father was in the army. So I was left with a lot of babysitters. And um, sadly, you know, I was preyed upon if more than once. And this isn't something and I told and, you know, big drama and everything. We moved and, you know, I survived. And that's what's good about having therapy. Um, and I'm 60 now. <laughs> I never not need therapy okay, <laughs> to get over everything. Um, but I'm, I feel and I've always said this about having an MD doctor here, a holistic medicine, mindfulness trainer, a healer in Dr. Amy and um she has a section of her practice that deals with this. And I want to have. Uh, a, we need to learn how to talk about it. Right. We need to learn how to talk about it. And, and most importantly, we need to educate parents, grandparents, children to see the signs. And I'm just going to leave it up to you, Dr. Amy, and, and, and hold our hands. And I'm sorry if this is touchy to some and, you know, scare some people. But this is something especially more than ever right now that we need to talk about. Dr. Amy. So this is Dr. Amy Saltzman from Still Quiet Place. And today we're talking about abuse in sports and other settings. So schools, music teachers, babysitters, religious settings, friends, family. And last week we covered that often the first thing an abuser does is make it so one of the things that I want to talk about is the what's called covert emotional abuse or grooming that comes before actual physical or sexual abuse often. And the only problem with thinking about things in that way is like grooming is that it doesn't actually explain that the grooming or the covert emotional abuse in and of itself whether it leads to anything else or not is actually harmful in and of itself because it generates self-doubt, it generates dependency, it generates fear, anxiety, depression. And so we talked last week, the first pattern in what I call a sneaky spider's web is weaving this sense of specialness and fear. So Often they'll treat you as special. They'll do what's called love bombing, which means giving gifts or special treatment. And it's to, it's to get you to trust them. And then they'll also scare you into thinking, well, I can't tell or I can't leave this person because I need them because they're going to help me. Like in the case of a coach and an athlete, they're going to help me succeed. And if I leave them or if I speak up, then, you know, I'll... I won't achieve my dreams. So we talked about that combination last week. And this week, I just want to talk about how a sneaky spider separates people. So for example, again, I'm going to use athletes, but it could be any setting really, where say a teammate of yours actually thinks that the coach might be weaving a web and might be a spider. If the teammate speaks up, the coach will undermine the teammate by spreading rumors or telling lies and saying, 
oh, well, that teammate is a loser or that teammate is just jealous or uh, that teammate doesn't really want to work or that teammate's spoiled, but it, they're trying to get you to separate from the teammate. If your parents think your coach is a spider, then the coach will often say to you, well, the, your parents don't understand what it takes to be great. Your parents don't understand how much I'm helping you. Your parents' doubts and fears are holding you back. So really what the spider's trying to do is put a wedge between you and your parents and get you to shift your doubt away from um, the coach and towards your parents. If your parents speak up, the spider coach will also try and get other parents to ignore your parents and to be mad at your parents. So the spider coach might say, oh, those parents are just causing problems or those parents want special treatment for their kids. And probably the worst way of separating people is that the coach will separate you from what I call your wise self, the part of you that knows that the coach is a spider. So it'll separate the part of you that really wants to be good at your sport, so like lacrosse, from the part of you that knows like, eh, something's not right here. And so in creating all these separations, um, it means that the athlete is isolated. And the more isolated the athlete is from people who might be able to explain that the coach is a spider, the more um, stuck in the web they get. Wow. That's really well said. I can really see the flow of how that happens. And it's so subtle, but there's a certain point where your wise self says, wait a second, uh, I'm all alone now. I, I think that's the, that's the sensation. I'm all alone and now I'm dependent upon, some, upon someone who thinks I'm fantastic. Well, there hasn't been a decade that's gone by since I've graduated from Westmont that we haven't had an incident in one of the schools, sadly, either private or the public. It didn't matter. So, yeah, well, there's a recent there's a recent one from Kate that's just coming to light. And and I'm not singling out Kate because I think it happens everywhere. Yes. Yes. No, I, I can't think of a school. Honestly, I'm thinking through all the different schools of my memory of going back the last 40 years. There hasn't been a school that has not been touched by a spider. And it's a numbers game, right, Dr. Amy? That's it at the end of the day. I mean, if you're a spider, what a great place to be, to be in the around kids and coaching. Yeah. Um, you know, or just being around any a, a group of any any job where you're around a lot of children, if you're if that's what, you know. Right. And seven. usually they're super sneaky and super charming until they, they get the idea that you suspect they're a spider mm-hmm. and then they can get kind of nasty. You have to be careful. because All then you of get- these are red flags. So if someone's experiencing this, what's the first thing that they need to do? I would say the first thing they need to do is to tell an adult they trust. And if the first adult they tell doesn't help them, then they need to tell another adult and they need to keep telling adults until someone believes them and takes them seriously. And here in Santa Barbara, um, if someone needs an adult to tell, they can always tell me and I will help get them the support that they need. 
Yay. Definitely. Thank you so much. So what are we going to be leading into for next week, Dr. Amy, before we go to break? Oh, thank you. So next week, the topic will be like how the coach simultaneously says that they're great and they're humble. And again, that's like to create confusion and dependency and all those things. Great. Thank you so much. Good stuff. Good chatter. All right. We've got a lot of great new uh, messages, uh, commercials, and we are on Dr. G. Where can you find us now? Because we're not only on AM, but we're also on on FM. You are correct, ma'am. We are on AM 1290 and FM 96.9. We are all over the Central Coast. We're also online streaming live at am1290kzsb.com. We can also be found at uh, the uh, website of Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio, teensportsradio.com, where you can listen to the podcasts that are on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry. You know, I should be a car salesman. No, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, you can hear us on i on iHeart, Amazon Music, and a whole bunch of other places uh, that uh, they're just too numerous to mention. There, I mean, wherever as as you've heard this phrase many times before about Elvis, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We've got Richard Ellsworth's going to be bringing in his guest right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone, to Teen Sports Radio. This is Richard Ellsworth from Mountain Sage Healing Arts and the Braille Institute. And we have a very special guest with us today. Alana Callahan is an absolutely incredible Irish dancer and accordion player. And she teaches Irish step dance. And she's going to tell us a little bit about that. So, Alana, what, what is it that you do? Um, so, I teach Irish dancing. Um, if anyone's seen the show River Dance, it's probably the most popular way that people know about Irish dancing. I've seen that. Yeah, it was Las, awesome. Las Vegas. <laughs> so do you teach children and adults or just children? Who, who's your students? I do. I have both um, an adult class and a kid's class. <laughs> so cute because Dominique <laughs> wants to sign up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, actually, I just found out. So Riverdance is pretty old. It came out over 20 years ago. But this week on Netflix, they created a Riverdance animated film. That's wow. Kind of, to make it kind of fresh for the new generation. So they turned yeah. it into an animated movie. Yeah. Nice. So what got you going with Irish dancing? I'm assuming you're Irish. Yeah, my mom is Irish. I, I saw Riverdance when I was four and I just said, Mom, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in all my four years. I have to do it. For many, many years. And my brothers also danced as well. One of them toured with Riverdance for six years. Wow. Oh, my other brother also teaches in Las Vegas. So we're all an Irish dancing family. Wow. That's can, awesome. Can you tell us a, a little bit of the history of the dance? Because my understanding is that uh, the Irish were not allowed to communicate at one point. So they used the dance as their 
Morse code, so to speak? Um, sort of. So, so what I've heard in the past was like the English invaded Ireland and tried to eradicate their culture and their music and their dance and things like that. So back before then, when Irish dancers would dance, they would use their arms. You know, everything was loose. But um, in the hills in Ireland, you have these big stone fences and they'd be out far behind these behind these fences and they'd keep their posture very rigid and just work with their feet so that, you know, they couldn't tell that they were dancing. They just looked like they're doing little hops up and down, but their arms are very straight and rigid. And, you know, it's not obvious that they're, that they're dancing. So that's why Irish dancers don't use their arms. (laughs) Wow. I didn't know that. (laughs) That's awesome. You learned so much on this radio show. I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) So where do you teach? Do you have classes in Santa Barbara, Ventura? Where are you located? I do. I have classes just here in Santa Barbara. I teach at Westside Dance. Uh, it's a ballet studio in Ariaga and State Street. That's Beautiful. awesome. Fantastic. And you're also uh, um, a really good musician as well. Talk about that. Yeah, I play, I play the accordion. Um, when, you, when you Irish dance, you usually dance to accordion music. That's what all of our tunes are played to. And at competitions, we have live musicians. So my mom started me on the accordion when I was seven. Um, and hopefully my, one, of my, one of my plans in life is to be a musician to play for dance competitions. So, Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That is I awesome. I love it. That's beautiful. So you and Richard met when, you, when you, he does his little group thing. Yes. Yeah. We met at the Irish session every Sunday for the past year or two. <laughs> nice. Richard, when did you start fiddling? Oh, God. How old are people in sixth grade? That, I guess it was probably that probably that early. It's it's been I don't know. It's it's been quite quite a few years now, somewhere between fifteen sixteen years of Irish music. Um, and I started a very similar way. You know, I heard it and it just it called to me, and I said I I have to do this. I think there's something if you have Irish in your in your DNA somewhere down the line, you hear the music and it just it speaks to a part of you. There's like a there's like a it, it speaks to some sort of internal rhythm that you didn't necessarily know you had and you hear it and you can't, you can't help but smile and you want to either play it or dance or express that energy in some way, shape or form. Well, I just think during these times right now, you guys putting forth the effort and to play in you know, a setting and not getting paid to do it. You're just doing it for the love of, I think it's really great because music is something that, um, it's ageless, it's timeless, and especially during these times right now, it gives a, um, I'm sure you have a, a little groupie people that know where you're at and when you're going to play, and it gives them something to do at that, at that time and place um, every week. So, you know, I applaud you for that. That's just fantastic. Good job. Music and dance transcend culture, race, religion. It transcends everything. So how can people reach you on, uh, to sign up for Irish dance lessons? Um, my, my website is irishdancesb.com. Um, I have an adult class on Wednesday nights at 6.30, and I have a kids class on Sundays at 12.30. Wow. Well, what we'd like to do is, every, I already talked to Richard before the show, and what I like to do is I always like to extend to all of my co-hosts a opportunity to for them to create community. And um, we're on AM and FM, and I, we could supply you um, with some free advertising, and I'd love to do that. And Richard um, asked, so just want you to know how special you are. 
um, you know, Alana. He only gets one a year, okay? <laughs> and he's already he's already wasting it, okay? <laughs> okay? Bestowing it. Bestowing it. That's it. He gets no more for 2022, okay? So he's giving it to you. So we will, um, and we'll get to the details of what we got to do, hook you up with Dr. D. He'll make you up a nice commercial of which you own, okay? So... Um, we just say throw Dr. D a large T-shirt or a coffee card. You got to exchange a little energy, a little bit, okay? And then you'll be on the air eight times a week uh, between the two stations. And I hopefully that'll provide you with some more business because I know right here you've got Dominique. I already said <laughs> Dominique's going to sign up. So this is something she's wanting to do. And if you've seen her dance, I think this is a really good direction for her to get into this Irish thing. This, I think it's right up. I mean, it's natural. It's a natural way. You, just so you don't use your hands, you don't stick your thumbs up in the air. I think it's good. You know what I mean? It's really good. Hands down, I always say. So listen, um, speaking of Dominique, she's got a hygge for us right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. I'm Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center and uh, the SB Braille Institute and Philosophical Books for the Blind. I love to discuss uh, anything related to Huga. Huga is like the comfort and wellness quality that we are increasing in our lives. And what I want to talk about today is actually hugs. Hugs increases huga, increases our sense of wellness and love and, and um, inspiration and gratitude. There's a whole host of things that a hug can convey. How do you hug in a pandemic? So I researched a couple of articles and I want to give some suggestions because we need hugs. Every human being needs hugs every day. And we know the science has proven if babies are born and babies are not hugged, they do not thrive. And it's also true in the animal kingdom. If you watch when animals are born, the mother is licking the cub and, and playing with the cub all the time. So even though we're in a pandemic, we have to schedule in how are we getting our hugs and how are we doing it in a way that is keeping us safe? So what I wanna recommend to people is you hug in, uh, Eric and I, we have a safe pod. We have just a couple of people that are our family members that we know. And friends, Richard Ellsworth. Right, that, <laughs> that we're around all the time and, and that um, we know, you know, various people are testing and are COVID safe and so forth. We're, we're recommending to do this safely. But what you want to do is have a conversation with the person and say, hey, I need, to, I need at least a 20 second hug and I want to give you a hug. 
And what you can do is, um, if you uh, feel that you need to have a mask on, it's perfectly fine. But what you do is when you hug, you don't have to have skin contact. You can both have a jacket on, you put your arms around each other, and instead of putting like face to face, you can hug on the shoulder. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to embrace and have that sensation of holding someone and being held, but you can do it in a way that where you don't have skin contact. Um, and then if you are hugging children, what's safe for children is to give a hug to an adult around the waist. And what we learned to do with our exchange students is you can do a hug on the side where you're not chest to chest, but rather you're like hip to hip and you can do, do a hug on the side. But we want to encourage everyone, this pandemic has gone on for so long, and I feel that human beings are perhaps forgetting the importance of touch and how important it is for our wellness that we create a safe pot of people that we are able to get and receive hugs. Nice one. Nice one. Don, I know you have something to add and, and you have your own brilliance also to bring to the show today. Hey, this is a great show. And uh, I'm Don Sanders, Don DonSaisianOhi.com, uh, helping you enjoy movement, what you are made to do. And I'm serving you in my office in Ohio or elsewhere in Ohio, Ventura, Santa Barbara, or sometimes Oxnard. And uh, so this is a new, new for 2022. I want to offer you some basics of the big picture. First, we crawl, then walk, run, or dance. If you feel knocked down, repeat the basics. And all these co-hosts and our hostess with the most is Erica are offering uh, a hand and a big heart if, you, if you've been knocked down. And so today is a day to be fully lived. And a motivational speaker once said, no getting ready to get ready to get ready. Your full attention and alertness, that's required. Life is for growing and learning lessons. The goal to win over you, yourself, in the end. And if somebody criticizes you for something you did or said, like, say, 45 years ago, it's like they're traveling back to the house you grew up in 400 miles north to work out a grudge. Only you've moved on. You're not there anymore. So <laughs> life is a battle against time. You can hold a grudge, but time doesn't wait. You may wish to stop and enjoy some comfort and ease, but just remember there's a cost. If it's not, it's not free as it may feel, as Judy Collins wrote in a song. Something's lost and something's gained in living every day. And so I found for 38 years, a simple chant, Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, raises my life force. It'll give me a spiritual workout and it'll weed the garden in my mind if uh, things are getting too tangled up there, if I use it every day. So just wanted to offer those things for a brand new 2022. Woo! Nice one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So everyone should be uh, checking their garden of what they planted for 2022 as in their New Year's resolutions and intentions. Um, so in that, uh, we're going to add the movement, massage, therapy, counseling, and dance, and music, and hugs. And meal plans. <laughs> Very important to have a meal plan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Richard Ellsworth. Very important to have a person that you can lean on for medical advice. Thank you, Dr. Amy. <laughs> We're very fortunate on this show. We've created our own little uh, pod. 
Yep, this is this is our Zoom pod. Yes, very lucky. <laughs> Where we share for teen athletes ideas of wellness, education, and inspired living. Nice. We got a little bit more. Let's take a little break. This is Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with lots more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Richard Ellsworth with Mountain Sage Healing Arts and the Braille Institute. And I wanted to talk today a little bit about gene expression. Now, the way our, a lot of us have this, this, this notion that our genes, are, our genes determine who we are and how we're going to be for the rest of our lives. Now, there's a relatively new science called epigenetics, and epigenetics says that the, the expressions of our genes are constantly changing based on our emotional state, our environment, the things we come into contact with, the things that we're eating. All of these different smaller variables are affecting how we, what our health is and how we're interacting with the world, whether that's from an emotional place or how we're, we're physically involved with our environment. And the fact that we can change these genes is really important to think about because if we're sick or we're going through a phase of depression or anxiety or just over stress from sports, from, uh, from our, our family, relationships, schoolwork, all of those different things, um, those are directly affecting our genes instantly. But we can flip that. And when we start to flip that, we're also flipping our genetic expression to some extent. Something as simple as, as a smile can affect 20,000 genes in your body at one time. And those genes can express themselves differently and have you feeling differently. Um, so I, it's, it's important to, to think about what it is that we're putting in our body and the thoughts that we're having throughout the day. And it can be really simple just to start off with getting yourself to a healthier place just by changing something. We have a habit of getting caught up in a routine, but when we change that routine even a little bit, we can start to experience some physical and emotional difference. And wow. part of that change up can be taking Irish dancing lessons. <laughs> yes, or changing your diet and becoming more of a vegetarian, right? Dr. Amy. Yeah, I mean, I think there's all sorts of things that we can do to enhance our health and improve our gene expression and certainly dancing, singing, changing our diet, uh, resting, practicing mindfulness, hugging, um, all definitely count. Well, I, before the show closes, I wanted to ask uh, another question about the Irish dancing. 
Do you need special shoes or special clothes? Dominique is going to go shopping today. <laughs> uh, you don't need any special clothes. Uh, you can dance in like tennis shoes and things like that. I have um, a huge supply of Irish dance shoes. Um, and instead of having somebody purchase them for either 65 or 165, depending on soft shoes or hard shoes, um, I have a rental system. So it costs between 30 and $40 to rent a pair of shoes for as long as you wear them. And then once they're outgrown, I can swap them out for a new a new pair. So, oh, that's awesome. So, is this Wednesday night class that you have for adults? Is it Irish Dancing 101 or 2.0? <laughs> I just want to make sure. Um, there's there's actually um, a couple different levels in there, uh, which which I think is great um, because even if it's 101, you get a chance to kind of watch some more advanced things as well. So. Well, if she wanted to practice, okay, because we have a minute left. So we have this, we have a different, we have some sports equipment here at the house. We have elliptical, we have a bike. So how long does she need to do that first before she's ready for one class? <laughs> oh, no, you come in, you can, you can come in ready. Um, it looks, it looks a little bit intimidating with a lot of bouncing and hopping and high energy, but there's also, there's also ways to keep it a little bit lower. Um and and easier it really it works out it works out the mind a little bit more than the body just trying to remember the steps of what comes next so you have because she's dyslexic just saying <laughs> just telling you i don't know if there's a discount for that or whatever and extra fee extra you gotta pay right hazard pay okay for the person that she stands next so to once again where are you located um i'm located at west side dance okay all right listen um, get together with Richard. We'll get a commercial up for you on AM and FM stations, Santa Barbara. Hug it out this week. God bless. See you next week. Over, 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 over.